InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Research reveals only a fraction of older adults are in traditional jobs with benefits. Here with the story, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Jeffrey Sanzenbacher is an associate professor of the Practice of Economics at Boston College. He's also a research fellow at the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College, which recently released a briefing entitled, How Do Older Workers Use Non-Traditional Jobs? So, Professor Sanzenbacher, let's start with your definition of just what a non-traditional job is, and I guess your definition of an older worker as well. In this paper, we were looking at how older workers, which we defined as age 50 to 62, so not workers who are really near retirement, workers that are in late career. And we define non-traditional jobs in two ways. One way is being a job that lacked any traditional benefit, both health insurance and retirement coverage. So they didn't have a retirement plan, didn't have a health insurance plan at this job. And then we defined it more narrowly as those characteristics plus having either unstable hours or being a self-employed person where you were the only employee. So basically kind of two definitions. One was quite broad and one was a little more narrow. Is this kind of like what we hear as the gig economy today? Yeah, I think that gig jobs are basically a subset of these non-traditional jobs as we identified them. If you look out at the economy as a whole, you might see about 2% of workers are in gig-type jobs. We're talking Uber or TaskRabbit, things like that. Whereas in our definition, somewhere between 10 and 20% of people hold these jobs. So gig jobs are kind of an extreme subset of our larger group of non-traditional jobs. Are there any examples that you could give us of the sorts of jobs we're talking about? Yeah, I think one would be that you're a sole proprietor, independent contractor. Maybe you do some consulting for yourself. That would be a person who's in one of these jobs, maybe for a good reason. They're doing something that they have a special skill for. A temporary worker who's working for a temp agency, maybe that doesn't provide them benefits, and then contracts out their work to other employers. That would be an example, maybe on the lower wage side of this. Are older workers more likely to take these non-traditional jobs compared to younger workers? Yeah, they actually are. It's funny. Because I think we all have in our minds Uber or TaskRabbit, things that use apps, we tend to think of these folks as being younger. But in fact, if you look at any definition, typically you see older workers are actually more likely to do these jobs than younger workers. So yeah, it is actually slightly more common among older workers. And why is that? I mean, potentially, I guess, as they reach 65, then they would have health coverage through Medicare and so forth and perhaps Social Security or whatever. But the workers we're talking about haven't reached that milestone. Yeah, I think a big part of it for these workers is a lot of them may have prior career experience that they're leveraging to do some type of consulting. So they've maybe had a career job for a while, and now maybe they decide to go it alone, forsaken benefits and that kind of thing, or maybe their own boss. Another reason may be health. A lot of these types of jobs, while they lack benefits like health insurance or retirement plans, one of the benefits they do bring is kind of a flexibility to work maybe when you want to work or when you can work. And so I think that would be the other reason some older workers. So I think one is kind of a good reason you've achieved a level of independence where your expertise is needed. And so you can contract yourself out as a consultant. I think that may be a good reason to do this kind of work. I think a bad reason might be that you need the flexibility because of your health or because you're caregiving for a spouse or something like that. And that means you can't really take a job with the traditional benefits and with a more traditional schedule. This one headline from your report was the most astounding to me. Only about one quarter of workers age 50 to 62 are consistently in traditional jobs with benefits. 
Yeah, you know, we found that astounding too. We did not go into the study thinking we'd find something that extreme. And I think it's because all of us who are doing this research, all of us work in an academic setting. We have a fairly consistent, you know, employment history up to this point. We hope to continue to have that. And so I think what's normal for us is that, you know, you work on a job, the job has benefits, you do that consistently. Maybe you switch jobs occasionally, but that's kind of the norm. And I think that in some ways that I don't want to say blinds us, but makes us a little bit, I think, unaware of the fact that a lot of people don't have that kind of stable history. And this research really, I think, brought that to our attention. And I hope that's one of the things that brings other people's attention, that when we think about workers' late career, we want them to catch up, save more, get ready for retirement. A lot of workers don't have that opportunity consistently in their late 50s and early 60s. Our guest on InfoTrack is Professor Jeffrey Sanzenbacher from the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College. And we're discussing a report they recently issued called How Do Older Workers Use Non-Traditional Jobs? And those jobs are those without traditional benefits. For those who did take these sorts of jobs, what did you find was the impact on their eventual readiness for retirement? It was a big impact. We found that workers who did these jobs a lot had somewhere around 20% less retirement income than other workers when it came time to retire. That difference exists even if you control for their lifetime income prior to age 50. So it's not just that they were in bad jobs their whole career. This last decade really does hurt their retirement preparedness. And I think that difference is big. Even for people who don't do these jobs a lot, if you look at people who just do these jobs once or twice over the period, even they have a 5 to 10% decrease in their income at retirement. So there are big effects. You also write that the effect of consistent non-traditional work is similar to being only weakly attached to the labor force. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's that serious that these jobs are just a shade better than being unemployed? Yeah, I mean, if you think about what's going on here, these people are in jobs that generally are pretty low wage, so they're probably not contributing a lot to their Social Security earnings history, and then they don't have a retirement plan. Almost no one saves without a retirement plan at their job, so they're not saving through their work. And so basically, they're not really accumulating you know, Social Security earnings, and they're not really accumulating any retirement savings. So both those things aren't really contributing to their retirement income. What else stood out in doing this report that perhaps you weren't expecting? The other thing we were expecting was that we've always thought people might use these jobs as a safety net so they lose their traditional job maybe for a year or two years. They spend some time doing a non-traditional job and then they transition right back. We didn't really see that being a very common use for these kinds of jobs. In fact, they were generally used by people who just use them a whole lot. So it wasn't like these jobs were serving as a soft landing spot while someone got back on their feet. In general, people were just using them for the entire period. And that was surprising to us and a little bit disconcerting. And can the explanation, or at least one of the explanations, also be that it's just tougher for an older person to find a traditional job with benefits? Yeah, I think absolutely. And we didn't look at this in the study, but it could be employers, if they want to offer a job with benefits, they want to offer it to someone who will be there for a very long time. And if someone's 58, 59, 60 years old, they might be concerned that they won't be there for that long. You know, we don't have any evidence that that's true, but certainly employers could be perceiving it that way. And so I would worry about that, yes. So what advice can you offer to older workers or I guess maybe even younger workers based upon your findings here? I think the one thing, and I know it's hard to do, is if you are in a job that doesn't offer benefits and you're planning on being in that job for a while, to think about just putting a little bit of money away, maybe in something like a Roth IRA that doesn't give you the tax benefit right now, which you probably don't need because you may not be making a ton of money, but does give you a way to save, a way that's very flexible. If you need the money, you can always take it out without penalty. And it will be there if you can keep it in there at retirement. So basically, since your employer isn't offering you a retirement plan, try to put a little bit away in something like a Roth IRA to help you get ready for that eventuality of retirement.
And you mentioned a key there, and that is leaving it in, because it seems as though a lot of people end up using that money for something before they ever reach retirement. Yeah, I mean, I think leaving it in is really important. I think if you end up using it for something that you would have put on a credit card or something that you needed to do, like fix your car, that's maybe okay, but you don't want to use it for vacation or things like that that are frivolous. Professor Jeffrey Sanzenbacher from the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College, thank you very much for joining us today. No problem at all. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. A production of Syndication Networks.